0: Welcome into the PHNX Cardinals podcast presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe, wherever you get your podcasts, and leave a five-star review. I'm Cheerson Sousel, here with Johnny Venerable. Once again, I feel like I need to apologize for the way that my voice sounds. Am I Chirsten or am I... What's a guy's name here? Uh, Chad? Are you Chad? Oh, no, I can't be a Chad. I can't be a Chad. You can't be a Chad. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
1: You know a Chad? (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, I've also realized today, Johnny, that I've just like never had a good New Year's Eve. So here we are broadcasting on New Year's Eve. Um, And I obviously, I'm sick. I'm going to probably be in bed all day after this and um, not going to do anything plans are canceled. And I, uh, it just dawned on me, like, I think New Year's Eve is the most overrated holiday that exists. And I never, I don't think I've ever, ever had a good one.
1: Well, that's unfortunate, because as you continue to get older, it gets more and more (laughs) irrelevant. Uh, I've come to find as a 33 year old man of, of two children, six year old and a two year old, my New Year's Eve is about as depressing as it comes. I would I don't want to be sick, so I don't want that any part of that, but I would trade it for all day in bed. But once we're done and I get all my work done here for PHNX today, I got to entertain a six-year-old and a two-year-old in the midst of a pandemic when it's raining outside in Arizona, which is not ideal. Oh, it's raining? Yeah. Well, in fun-filled Maricopa, it's been raining all day today, um, which just heightens the the smell of cow manure, uh, if you aren't familiar (laughs) with, with where I live, so- I I think I remember like when I was in college, it was kind of a big deal. You'd go out, but like that was like every weekend. Uh, and I've talked to a couple of our peers who, you know, not surprisingly, they're in their mid twenties. I got some stuff lined up, and I, I'm living vicariously through them. But no, it's it's the probably the most overrated holiday.
0: Are Frankie and Hudson gonna get to stay up to watch the ball drop? Never,
1: never, because that <laughs> screws us for the next day. I'm going to Dallas this weekend. I can't do that to Kelsey. Ne- Hudson could not. Hudson could do it if he took a late nap. There's Frankie would be a zombie. It just your your Saturday would be blown. I just would
0: never tell them that it's even a thing. What they don't know won't hurt them.
1: If Hudson knew it was a thing, he would insist on staying up. So, and then he'd be in our bed, and just no good things. I need a sitter. Can somebody come watch my kids? I maybe do something then, but maybe next year. Maybe next year.
0: All right, well, let's get into this game. You're heading on a plane tomorrow. I was supposed to be going with you. Obviously, that's not going to happen. Uh, But nonetheless, the show must go on. So let's get everybody caught up on what you need to know heading into Sunday's game against the Cowboys with our Friday's four downs. Kyler Murray is undefeated 7-0 all-time at AT AT&T Stadium. That dates back to his... High school days, then college, and then in the NFL, one game last year that they won. Dallas has a stout defense, great at rushing the passer and forcing turnovers. We're going to definitely dive more into that. The Cardinals still have a chance at the NFC West title, uh, and we'll get into um, the ways in which they can still clinch. And the Cardinals could be missing a slew of starters due to injuries and COVID as well. So let's get going first with Kyler Murray, who is undefeated, thinks that maybe there is some good juju coming his way at AT AT&T Stadium because it's a theme with him playing out there in Dallas. And uh, he needs all the juju he can get at the moment because ever since he was injured, he has not looked the same.
1: No, no. Outside of a couple touchdowns in Chicago where he only threw the ball 15 times, not vintage Kyler Murray in the least, not the Kyler Murray of September and October. And he's going to have to do it this Sunday with the absence of his left tackle. Of course, DeAndre Hopkins questionable Rondell Moore, but that's why he's presumed to be a franchise quarterback. These are the games at the end of the day that you want a top 10 quarterback to perform in. And I think he will perform well whether or not that leads to a cardinal victory, I'm not prepared yet to say until the end of the show. We we'll give our score predictions, but he just there's a comfort level you see with this stadium. Now, I will say, last year when they played the Dallas Cowboys on Monday Night Football, I believe that was in Week Five, and Dallas was playing not Dak Prescott, but instead Andy Dalton and Ezekiel Elliott turned the ball over a bunch. The Cardinals won that game, even with Kyler Murray's slow to start. Didn't have a great first quarter. I went back and looked at some footage and some box scores. So my only concern, Cherson is, and we say this every week, this game is, is the national game for Fox. It's the afternoon game. It's not Sunday night football or Monday night football, but it's the game that most casual NFL fans, when they turn on Fox on Sunday afternoon, will get, it should be the Buck and Aikman game. Kyler Murray needs to start fast for this team to have a chance. They are too limited right now in their secondary. They've got absences on the offensive line. They're going to have a couple pass rushers out. It has to be a vintage Kyler Murray game. So he, you know, he grew up, I believe, just outside of Dallas in Arlington potentially. And so, of course, the accolades as a high school player. A lot of people think not only the greatest player in the history of Texas high school football, but ever in this in the. United States, the greatest high school football player of all time, going undefeated from his sophomore to his senior year, never losing a game, and then at the college ranks, uh, won a bowl game at that stadium as well. So, I'm hopeful that we get vintage Kyler Murray. He seems, with his comments this week, not to be overly concerned, and and that's what you want. You want an even killed approach from your franchise quarterback. So, again, I I'm not betting against him this weekend. But, man, he's going to have to overcome a lot for the Cardinals to be able to walk out of Dallas with a victory.
0: Yeah, I will say, um, you know, A.J. Green alluded to it today where he was like, basically, you've got one team that's on a hot streak and one team that is struggling in the last few games. And and he's like, we just have to figure it out. So, you know, Dallas right now has all the momentum. There was a quote from Micah Parsons earlier this week that said, these types of games really define how you're going to do going to go. So I think if we come out here and do what we're supposed to do, we're kind of putting everybody on notice. And so that's what they're looking at this game as they have something to prove. You know, they've obviously, I mean, think that they still have a chance to potentially clinch that top spot in the NFC. They're already, uh, they've already clinched a spot in the playoffs, but they still feel like this is a good opportunity. You mentioned that how many eyes are going to be on this game to, you know, further put the league on notice. And I think the Cardinals need to look at it that way as well. It, it shouldn't just be a get-right game. It should be, um, hey, we're we're here to prove a point as well. They've got a lot of a lot of talent and a lot of things they need to clean up, as Kyler mentioned. And you know, I don't mean to, uh, you know, overuse Parf it, but that. yeah, yeah, he, uh, you know, that they're not that far off. You could argue that they kind of have been uh, the last couple of games, but whatever. Um, they they have a lot to clean up, and so you know they should look at this at, at this game as an opportunity to prove something.
1: Absolutely, and they're doing it as we transition to second down against a team that listen. If you look at Dallas and their schedule this year, and not to diminish what they've done because they've had a great year, but I think a lot of people. Coming into the season, would have picked the Dallas Cowboys to win the NFC East by default because the division is so bad. Now, you know, Jalen Hurts and company, Nick Sirianni, I think have done a nice job in Philadelphia. I think they end up getting that seventh seed in the NFC. I went back on Dallas to schedule a little bit. And I know everybody's not a sum of all of their parts, but I just do the eye test with a quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. So, Chirsten, dating back to earlier this season, here are the franchise quarterbacks that they have beaten. Uh, Excuse me, have not beaten. So they played Derek Carr on Thanksgiving. They lost to the Raiders. They played Patrick Mahomes the week before. They, of course, lost to the Chiefs. They beat Matt Ryan. I consider him a franchise quarterback, but that Atlanta team is bad. They beat Kirk Cousins. You know, they get get a lot of Giants, uh, of course, a lot of Washington football team. And then they lost to the Buccaneers in week one. And then there's a Justin Herbert mixed in there. Upwards of the last month and a half, they have played the Washington football team. They have played the Saints with their just disarray of not only quarterbacks, but the entire roster. They've gotten the Giants in there multiple times. So I just, I think the Cardinals are primed to come into Dallas, even though the Cowboys are healthy and are, are hitting on all cylinders, and give them a look at a quarterback in an offense, hopefully – that they have not really seen since earlier this season. I mean, Dallas got off to a a decent start, but I mean, they lost to Tampa week one, they lost to Tom Brady, right? And so I just, to me, it feels like an opportunity to kind of expose their schedule a little bit because the NFC East just leaves so much to be desired from opposing quarterback matchups for Dak Prescott and company. And I say that with all due respect. I like Jalen Hurts as a player. He's limited as a passer right now, and then, you know, Washington and the New York Giants, you can make an argument, have the two worst quarterback situations in the NFL right now. So I know rosters are more than just quarterback, but you look at that matchup, it's so critical. And that is the one area where I think the Cardinals can expose Dallas. They have not faced a mobile quarterback like Kyler Murray. I mean, they haven't played Philadelphia since week three. That's the last time they really played a quarterback that can move like this. I don't consider Derek Carr and Patrick Mahomes, obviously, the kind of athlete that Kyler Murray is outside the pocket. If I'm Cliff Kingsbury and I want to exploit Dallas's front seven, especially as, and we'll get to the absence of DJ Humphreys, but if you've got limitations on your offensive line, I am power running it with Chase Edmonds and James Conner. I'm working on the RT- RPOs with Kyler Murray. I'm emptying the clip at the end of the season, no more trying to be healthy and, and looking ahead to January football. We're here now. So I, I would leave all of that available because what we saw against Indianapolis last week was an offense, especially in the second half that was two pass happy. And if you do that against Dallas with Micah Parsons, who's the runaway defensive rookie of the year and Lawrence, and they got the kid from Nebraska, who was a second round pick. Who's a nice player. They will come after Kyler Murray, and they will hit him early and often. I almost think you have to come into this game to neutralize this Dallas defense that you mentioned it's predicated on turnovers. I would want to see them run the ball 60-plus percent of the time on Sunday. That's their best chance to win.
0: Do you remember the stat that Aeneas Williams, who was on the show last night, was an amazing guest, so if you are yeah. listening to this, have not did not get a chance to listen to that, I would highly recommend going back. And listening to it, but do you remember the stat? Was it? It was something like teams twenty-five
1: that, plus attempts. Teams typically win if they have twenty-five plus runs. It was like eighty
0: percent of the time they win.
1: Yeah, Yep. And
0: that to me was was a little eye opening because we we've been talking about how they need they got away from the run and they need to get back to it, uh, and him, you know, agreeing with that and then uh, spitting out that stat. I was like, dang. What are they doing? Yeah. And hopefully, right. James Connor, he's going to be a game time decision. Hopefully, he's back because he's a, a big difference maker for this team. Um, and that one two punch, we haven't seen that one two punch with Chase Edmonds and James Connor in a long time. And so we'd mm-hmm. love to be able to have that duo back uh, for a game like this against the Cowboys, who, uh, you know, My- Micah Parsons is, uh, he's already broken the Cowboys rookie sack record with 13 mm-hmm. sacks. You yeah. could potentially uh, get the NFL record while they've got a guy in their secondary, Trayvon Diggs, who I'll admit, Johnny, did you watch um, hard knocks? Are you a big really? fan of Aiden? And yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, absolutely. Very, How can you not be?
0: I know likable guy. I'm glad that he's having success. I don't wish him success on Sunday, but any other, no. any other week I will root for him because his son is so likable. Um, but he's tied the franchise record with 11 takeaways and he's three shy of the NFL single season record. And so they've got two guys on defense, young guys, might I add that are a few plays away from securing NFL records. And, um, you know, they're the way that Dallas and the Dallas fan base is talking about this defense. I read a quote, um, they consider it the most dynamic defense in more than 40 years. I mean, they are, uh, I don't, you could argue whether that's true or not. And and maybe, uh, you know, they have, they have still have some things to prove here in the postseason. but regardless of whether that's an accurate statement or not, this defense is going to be a, a, a tough defense to match up against.
1: And I think the two players you just mentioned, you do not want to play into their strengths, which is, The Cardinals, if they try to play their usual style of of football, they will lose. If they try to come out and run and shoot and have quick possessions offensively that lead to three and outs like we saw against Indianapolis, Dallas will put points up in a hurry, and then Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury will be forced to be one-dimensional, and then Micah Parsons will sack Kyler Murray, and Trayvon Diggs will get an interception. You don't have your your full cast of of players to be able to maximize how you played early in the season. This team has to evolve. You know, I'm, I'm writing about New Year's resolutions for goPHNX.com about what the Cardinals need to do, and they they need, they need to implement more of a power run game. Now, again, I don't I don't think that's their identity forever, but you think about okay, you've got really two capable backs, and you've got a quarterback you can move, and your defense right now looks like a shell of itself. Of what it was early in the season, especially over the last three weeks. And Dallas is as potent as anybody throwing the football, and you're missing two or your three corners. You want to have long sustaining drives, seven, eight, nine-minute drives to be able to keep Prescott away from the from being on the field, away from putting together a rhythm. That's their recipe for success. Usually that's what teams try to do to the Cardinals. They have to flip the script because, in part because of who they're playing and you know, the, the, the guys that they have unavailable for this team, you know, heading into January.
0: Uh, Ian says Kyler and AJ green got to figure it out. No more miscommunications and bad snaps Um, going along with the bad snaps. (coughs) I tried so hard to make it through. Um, That's all right. Rodney Hudson will be back. And so that's, that's good. Um, He might be a little rusty but at least they've got him back and, and and Rodney is really a security blanket, not just for Kyler, Mm -hmm. but that entire offensive line. And so now you're missing a guy like DJ Humphreys. Yeah. He couldn't, I mean, they need Rodney Hudson back. And so, you know, that's, that's a bright spot, whether he's a little rusty or not. um, We know that, that Kyler has confidence when, um, when he's out there with him. So, that's good. And hopefully that, that the bad snaps will be taken care of with Roddy Hudson's return.
1: I've got a hot take. I don't think it's a hot take though. Roddy Hudson is, is more uh, impactful and beneficial for this team than, than DJ Humphries. And I like DJ. Uh, oh, no doubt. Kyler, Kyler Murray is more susceptible to interior pressure than edge pressure. Um, and DJ's having a pretty average year especially he had a great year last year borderline pro bowl elite season career best this year has been inconsistent uh i'm anxious to see do they roll with joshua miles at left tackle do they roll with josh jones that was his his college position that he excelled in at the university of houston i think they'll be okay um and i think probably where you'll miss humphreys the most is if they do try to establish the run but I think, to your point, you've got now your interior, your offensive line with Justin Pugh, now back with Rodney Hudson, and you would assume Max Garcia at, at right guard. Um, it's, it's, it's week 17 in the NFL. It's a long season. It's a COVID season. Nobody is fully healthy. But you, but you have, the quarter, in my opinion, the quarterback advantage in this game. I think the head coaches are awash, right? I do think Dallas has a better team top to bottom right now. But I would take Kyler Murray over Dak Prescott on most Sundays, um, and his and name. So, and his name, yeah. So this game should should be close. It should be a field goal game, one way or the other, in the fourth quarter. We'll see.
0: All right, let's take a break to tell you about the DraftKings Sportsbook app. If you <laughs> Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code PHNX. Bet just $5 on any NFL team. You're going to win $200 in free bets if they're victorious. Again, that's using the promo code PHNX this week at the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. And Johnny, do you have a DraftKings Sportsbook app pick of the week for us?
1: I do. It's really unfortunate, but I felt great about this pick all week, even as the numbers continue to, to go up. Uh, it's the LA Rams minus five at Baltimore, Baltimore. I don't know if you saw their effort against Cincinnati last week. It wasn't pretty Lamar Jackson hobbled may or may not play. I'm not sure it matters. Matthew Stafford, in that receiving core Cooper cup with records on the line. Uh, that, that game, I think, unfortunately for Cardinal fans, we'd love it to go the other way. It's going to be lopsided. Um, I again, I, I would want to see the Rams lose. This is me being objective, trying to make everybody some money to me. That's the game that stands out like that line four or five. Even if it gets up to six, I, I'm swallowing those points rolling with the Rams.
0: Are you staying away from this Cardinals game? I think there are six and a half point underdogs right now.
1: I mean, the the Dallas Cowboys are 12 and three against the spread this year, which would tell you that more times than not, Dallas is going to cover. So I'm not I, I don't want to bet this game just because I won't feel good about it. Um I don't think the Cardinals are going to win. Now that's the stark uh, opposition of our friend Espo, who on bets today took the Cardinals' money line. I want to have that kind of – I want to travel to Dallas and see a victory. I don't think that's going to happen. I am staying away from it, though. I don't want to touch it. Uh, Ask me in a week when Cardinals are at home against a bad Seattle team. Maybe I'll, I'll feel differently.
0: All right, well, as always with the DraftKings Sportsbook app, it is 21 and over, Arizona only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. All right, so the Cardinals still have something to fight for outside of just trying to uh, get themselves back on the right track heading into the postseason. They still have a chance in winning the NFC West. They either have to win out combined with a Rams loss or win one of the remaining two while the Rams lose both of their final games. But Johnny, what do you think the actual likelihood is that they're going to be able to win the division?
1: 25% one out of four of uh, possible, but not likely. Uh, I think the only way it goes down is they, they win, obviously win both games right uh which i do think if they beat Dallas this weekend i think they're beating Seattle at home next week.
0: Yep. The Seattle agree.
1: team just lost to the Bears. This is this is the game they they have to win and then the Rams to me uh, I will say this, you know, John Harbaugh is a good head coach. Baltimore's a proud franchise. If Lamar plays and he's good enough to play all bets are off. That he could will that team to victory and i also think next week week 18 Against the San Francisco 49ers, if there's one team that's had Sean McVay's number, yep. it's it's Kyle Shanahan and company. And I think the inclusion of Trey Lance, who can run the football, and we have limited limited tape on him, I think that benefits San Francisco. Lastly, the Niners are playing for a playoff spot these next two weeks. So they they will play hard. So the Cardinals need to play hard. Um, it's unfortunate that we're even having this conversation. This should have been put to bed. I know
0: that's my first thought we shouldn't be be having this conversation.
1: Nope. And then they screw around against Detroit and then they blew the game. I think against the Colts, the Cardinals as crazy as it sounds could go five and one in the NFC West and not win the division and the Rams, the Rams have already lost to the Cardinals and to um, San Francisco. So they're not going to have as good a record as the Cardinals in division. If the Cardinals beat Seattle, it's not going to matter though because they're going to have one more victory and that's what it comes down to. So I'll go 25%.
0: Yeah. I mean, the Cardinals aren't in control of their own destiny, but if they get a win on Sunday against the Cowboys, that's going to put them in pretty good position and just hope and pray that they're able to, uh, to close out this, you know, with another win and that the, that the 49ers are going to be able to get a win over the Rams, which I think is a very win game for them as well for all the reasons that you just mentioned. So, yeah. tw- I mean, that's probably good at the, what I've looked up online so far. I mean, I think that's what most uh, outlets are, are kind of predicting is about a 25% chance. And I hate to see that, but I, I still have not given up hope that they can make the, Make it right and uh, win the division at the end of the season. Those darn Rams and ah, it's so frustrating to think about the the Cardinals being in this position because during the middle of the season we thought it was like a lock, like
1: for sure oh, they're gonna win. A, it was a done deal, especially like after they beat the hell out of the Rams in L.A. It was just like okay, well I guess this is it. I really thought after they beat Seattle in Seattle, I'm like oh Kingsbury's got it figured out this year. Uh, well, here's what I will say. And then we can move on. But I've watched this team at every home game this year. They don't play well at home. They're not good at home. So if you if you factor that in and you would rather see them be a big-time road underdog in the playoffs against a Tampa or a Dallas or an L.A., I get that. That makes sense to me. And I think just the makeup of this team, I think they're more likely to upset a team on the road than they are to win a home game, even if it's against San Francisco or whomever's the wild card team. What I'm most disappointed about, not division titles, whatever. I, I'm disappointed for the fans here in the Valley to not be able to go watch postseason football in Arizona for the first time since 2015. That that feels like it was taken away from the fan base here. And I've used this this story before. I can't remember if you were on Cheerson or not. I got a DM from a fan and she basically had bought tickets at home for her boyfriend and her for Christmas gifts and was going to surprise her boyfriend on Christmas, I got playoff tickets for us. And then the season began to unravel, and she DMed me, and she's like, do you know if I can exchange these for road tickets? How does that work? That's and
0: sad.
1: Yeah, and I got I got some insight, and it was just like, no, the, the team's going to refund you, and you'll just have to, wherever they play, try to get tickets, but season ticket holders for that team are going to get priority. Um, so, like, that kind of scenario, that, that makes me legitimately sad and depressed for Cardinal fans here locally Cause playoff football is is special no matter where you see it, but it, uh, especially in, in your hometown. So I, I keep coming back to that. I'm like, man, they blew this. They blew this for the Valley.
0: You know, I've been so defensive uh, for the Cardinals fan base this entire time, especially when they're not having success at home. Like I've been number one, I'll stand up like this. Fan base deserves better. Not me, but everybody else who puts their money, blood, sweat, tears, um, you know, people who bought playoff tickets that were thinking that they were going to be able to enjoy their team and surprise a loved one or like whatever. I mean, all that stuff breaks my heart for the fan base and uh, they definitely deserve better. So it is what it is at this point. But it's still frustrating, and I'm sure we'll continue to talk about that <laughs> throughout the season. And, and hey, maybe they'll make a playoff run and make it to the Super Bowl, and then everything we will forget about, all the other things that happened. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, before we transition into our last down, um, want to let you know that uh, you can continue to support us by becoming a member on gophnx.com. If you sign up to be a member, you're going to get a free T-shirt at – phnxlocker.com. We've got awesome t-shirts and you're going to get pretty much weekly deals on our gear, which we also have recently included stickers. And I think these are like the cutest things ever. They're great. Our sticker pads. And once we run out, they are, uh, they're limited edition. We're not going to get any more of them. So they're just $5 for a pack. And um, they're the cutest little things. And Johnny and I, we both want to decorate our laptops if we can just Remember to uh, purchase them after we get off because we talk. We're about really it. busy.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> we talk about it all the time and then forget about it. So, but they're they're definitely worth it. Uh, a lot of our folks here at PHNX as well as DNVR have their laptops uh, totally decked out with these stickers and yeah. It also would be an awesome stocking stuffer. Now we're done with Christmas, but um, just a thought. I don't know. Keep them around. Use them as a gift. If your, your stockings to to are still
1: up. After New Year's, <laughs> just put them in those. <laughs> yeah.
0: You get if you like, forgo- if you forgot something, just put them in there. I think my parents did this to me one year actually, where they like forgot to put stuff in the stockings. And so after the fact, they were like, I, I know they were empty, but before we would like put them away, they're like, oh my gosh, you guys forgot about your stockings. <laughs> And so I don't know if anybody else is like my parents and totally forgets to do that. Buy some stickers, stick them in the stockings before you put them away and just say, Oh my God, you guys forgot to open your stockings. So there was something (laughs)
1: left in there. (laughs) Pull it out.
0: Oh my goodness. Um, All right. So our our last down is that uh, the Cardinals could or will be without some of their key players. Um, James Connor and why do I always forget his name? Chase Rondell Edmunds. Moore. Rondell oh, Ron Moore Ron. is like I, every time I have to like think for a second before I say his name. Uh, James Conner, Rondell Moore. They're both game time decisions. Fingers crossed that they're both going to be able to return because they are uh, vital to this team's success. And um, the more people that the the Cardinals can have on the field, more playmakers, the better. Obviously, uh, we mentioned that Ronnie Hudson is returning. DJ Humphries is out. Uh, Marcus Golden and uh devon canard likely going to be out as well which is a little bit concerning uh but maybe a good thing for you johnny because there's a chance that we might see zayvon collins out at outside linebacker and have a role i don't
1: i don't believe vance joseph for a (laughs) second i think vance is I, i i that's great if it happens uh they also kind of alluded to the fact that Marcus golden could be activated Saturday cause he got COVID so early in the week. So yeah, we'll there's a chance. See. Yeah. So, um, that just, that, that whole situation just, I, you know, frustrates the hell out of me, uh, because I think that this team right now, you, 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 you need your best players to play. And I, I, just, you can't convince me Joe Walker and now Tanner Vallejo could be activated playing over the 16th overall pick when you need an infusion of athleticism. And, yeah, I just – that's fine. I don't – I'm numb to it now. I, I was putting <laughs> together some, some stats for an article. You know, Zayvon Collins hasn't played a defensive snap since Chicago in week 13. Uh, I don't know what
0: snaps. happened. I don't understand. Yeah,
1: it's a lost rookie season, and I would – If they're missing all those outside backers, I mean, Simmons was a great edge rusher at Clemson. I would just put Isaiah on the edge and I would put Xavier inside because he's an inside backer. So whatever. Number nine and number 25 need to be on the field for the Cardinals. And to me, it's an indictment of this defensive coaching staff that I was so high on earlier this year to not maximize the players that they have. Billy Davis, to me, used to be the Cardinals defensive coordinator a long time ago when Ken Wisenhut was here, is the linebacker coach right now. He's on the hot seat. This unit is underperformed. I I like Vance Joseph. I don't think he's going anywhere. But if they continue to struggle on that side of the ball and look as kind of finesse as they've been, to me, at the end of the year, changes need to be made. And you've got to, if if you're Steve Kahn, Steve Kahn's not going anywhere. He's a made man with Michael Bidwell. He had a nice offseason. He's secure. I wouldn't be surprised if he got extended. You're watching all of that go down every Sunday, and, and the and the prize picks that you selected that other teams were high on. Keep in mind, if this the, the, the LA Raiders, the LA, the Las Vegas Raiders, wanted to select Xavier Collins a couple picks after the Cardinals. That's why the Cardinals ended up taking him, because they thought he'd get picked right afterwards. He probably would have. For better or for worse, he'd be playing for those other teams. You can't convince me otherwise. It's a it's a Vance Joseph issue with his linebackers, and I'm just tired of seeing it. So we'll we'll see if if he if he makes good on his kind of acclamation, he could see time, but I'm just I'm not I'm not buying it.
0: You don't think that there's any amount of like protecting Zaven in any of this?
1: I don't. This is the NFL. You get better by playing. Uh, you can't convince me otherwise, especially with a position like inside linebacker. The more you see, the better you are. Almost like quarterback, you're exposed to different offenses. You're exposed to different defenses as a quarterback. You need to see looks. And you can't get better primarily just being on the scout team and watching film. Xavier Collins, academic All-American at Tulsa, won every accolade possible at his university. Well, a lot of people thought he should have gone higher than 16. So I, to me, I just... I am I am beyond frustrated. And it's not an indictment of Vance, the defensive coordinator as it relates to young players, because he plays Marco Wilson, right? He was he was a starting corner for this team. But when you're an inside linebacker in Vance Joseph's unit, you are the de facto captain caller of the defense. And he just doesn't think he's he's ready. But to me, because that's the that's the difference. Joe Walker, Tanner Verleo have been here for years. They know Vance Joseph's scheme, so he's like, go execute. I don't care if you're Joe Walker and you're going to be in position, as we saw last week against Indianapolis. You're in position, but you can't make a play. You let a a backup tight end run all the way down the field. I would rather take my chances. I've been saying this for two years. With the more athletic player, even if they mess up, there's a better chance that then the next play, they're going to make an impact play. Where are the impact plays from the Cardinal inside backers, the interceptions, the sacks, the tackle for losses? To me, this team has such a small margin for error when you're limited at those positions.
0: You mentioned Marco Wilson, and he is also expected to be out. So the Cardinals, unfortunately, could be without a ton of key players. Um, Yeah. And on the defensive end, that's – that's not good news for them. Peter is kind of refuting what you just said. The defensive line is awful, so I can't grade the linebackers. There is no true nose tackle in base formations, and it shows in the middle in sub packages it's serviceable.
1: I, I agree with that, Peter, and I think that that is, if we're looking ahead to the offseason, we'll, we'll cover this ad at, at nauseum. It's the, it's the, we've said this for years, but it bears repeating because it hasn't been fixed. It's the worst unit on the team. It's the unit that has the least amount of talent. And when JJ Watt went down, it became ever more prevalent to, to find help um, into the future. And I, here's what I will say though. If you, if you're Vance Joseph, you're going to run a three, four defense with just three down linemen. Your, your linebackers are the star of the show. Right. And you, you can't have Joe Walker starring on a playoff defense. That's why you took Vance or excuse me. um, Zavian and Isaiah so high in the draft. Whereas a three, a four, three defense—not to get too technical—your your stars are your defensive linemen, and then you can get supplemental linebackers. It's like tell me who plays defense? Excuse me, linebacker for the LA Rams? You can't. But we all know they're defensive linemen. They're elite, right? The Cardinals' linebacking core should be the bread and butter of this defense.
0: Ian says, remember that we've been here before. Losing some of our best players can bring out the best as this team faces adversity. I said that yesterday. I was like, I don't know, yeah. maybe it's a good thing. Um, I just go back to thinking about, you know, what was said when they were facing the Browns earlier in the season without their head coach and without yeah. a, a bunch of starters and they were just like, bring it on. It's, you know, the more adversity, the better. And, um, I don't know, maybe they'll be able to rally be around the guys that aren't going to be able to be out there and show us something new at this point. I'll take anything, whatever it takes, yeah.
1: <laughs> whatever it takes. I will say I would love to see cliff. He won't do it. Uh, cause Kyler's a different animal than Colt McCoy to implement the Colt McCoy kind of mind mindset and offense where they, where they ran the ball effectively. Colt was under center a lot, play action, throw when you need to, uh, but they won't do it because they're too tempted with with Kyler and his his unique skill set. And um, I think it's just to me, it's 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 their biggest crutch that they think they can come out even with, you know, missing key players and and run the same offense. You can't.
0: I agree. Well, once again, if you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now using the promo code PHNX, bet five dollars on any NFL team uh, and. When you're going to win $200 in free bets if they're victorious. That's again using the promo code PHNX this week at the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. All right, let's transition into our last segment, which is simply score predictions. What do you think, Johnny?
1: Uh, I, man, I, going back and forth, Dallas is a six point favorite. I think they probably end up winning by around that. If if Vance can keep this defense, excuse me, this offense for uh, this Cowboy team, which is loaded right now, it's healthy, under thirty points, I think that's a win because I do think the Cardinals have an opportunity to score points uh, if they're efficient and Kyler Murray plays his game. But I just uh, with with all the injuries, especially in the secondary, uh, I couldn't even tell you some of the names that are going to try to corner. They tried to sign Brashard Breland earlier this week to come off the street and play some corner. And he has COVID, so he can't play. I think that that's a sign we're going to be talking about next week ahead of the Seahawks game. So I'm going to go Dallas 32, Cardinals 24. Um, I hope it's competitive. I hope Murray has a chance to win the game with the ball mm-hmm. in his hands late in the fourth quarter. If if to me the only the only recipe for success is run the football and then defensively like cha- like a Chandler Jones kind of game where he dominates and you're moving him around and Prescott doesn't look sharp, but I I don't know. I'm not optimistic, unfortunately.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think I feel like turnovers are going to be big in this game and both teams are one of the top, you know, are among the, the top teams in turnovers. The Cardinals have gotten away from that. And uh, fortunately for them, it's something they've been good at on the road all year long. Um, So if they can still somehow find a way to force some turnovers and, and get the ball into Kyler's hands and are able to do something. I mean, I, I believe it was like in Dallas last year when Christian Kirk had this incredible touchdown catch and he was playing, it was back to back games where he was playing some of the best football of his career. They just need some, somebody to step up. Um, so maybe it is a Christian Kirk game on offense, and and somebody comes out of the woodworks on defense and is able to, to make something happen. Um, I don't know. They've been pretty good on the road so far this season outside of Detroit, and so I'm going to lean on that. Uh, I, I don't. I honestly don't know. I'm just throwing out a score here because I, I really don't know how this game's going to go. But I'm going to say 21-17. Um, I think that Dallas is going to score more points than that, but I'm just sticking sticking with 2117.
1: I, I I would love to see it happen and again I I want to be wrong uh because I if if we're sitting there and the Cardinals are within a score in the fourth quarter and then you've got the Rams game kind of simulcast and and they're maybe struggling in Baltimore that's going to be an exciting, you know, 1 to 2 hour span and I just I want that excitement to return because I just there's a deflation going on with this with this franchise, this team right now that is just completely stark opposite than what we had for the first 12 weeks of the season. So it w- we'll see. I will say Mike McCarthy to me can be kind of a buffoon and nationally televised game. Yeah, he can buffoon. do some dumb stuff. He can do some dumb stuff. So maybe we'll get a couple non-ideal Mike McCarthy play calls and that lets the Cardinals kind of hang around. We'll see.
0: So I think we're all kind of in agreement. Like Ian here says, I'm going Dallas 28, Cardinals 21, but I hope to God I'm wrong. Well, Peter Mm -hmm. says 31, 24 Cowboys. And you have no idea how much it hurts to say. I think all of us at this point, like we hate it so much, but we, it just is what it is. Like the Cardinals haven't proven us, differently and so we're gonna go with the cowboys i think there were some fans that were like saying that we were being too negative towards the team and it's just like it's like listen we're just you got to call it how it is we can't sit here after three straight losses and say oh my gosh they're they're the best team ever like it's okay like like it almost reminds me of like what do you want us to be like the mother who's in denial of like their how how awful their child is
1: we don't work for the team site, guys. We right. work for PHNX. Uh, we love this team. We want them to do well. But we also, I mean, you, you guys watch the team with your eyes. You tell me tell me what you see. Not good football last month.
0: Right. So, uh, so yeah, I think all, on the show at this moment, we're all kind of in an agreement that we kind of think Dallas is going to win. But, um, hey, the Cardinals still have a chance. So you're going to be out there, Johnny. I'm excited for you. I uh, get yep. to check out AT&T Stadium, and hopefully it's a good game for your sake that you get to witness in person. Um, yep. Have a happy new year. Uh, I hope too. that uh, you and your wife are able to have some fun despite uh, having two kiddos on New Year's Eve.
1: <laughs> we, I went and got one of those big bottles of Prosecco from Trader Joe's, and we've got some appetizers <laughs> here. Nice. I wasn't going to subject my family to Maricopa food tonight. So I did, I went out after the show last night. I went to Costco, I went to Trader Joe's and I, I loaded up so I, I, I wouldn't have to eat uh, the fast food around us. Well, that's we're fun. Yeah. We're in good shape.
0: Maybe build like a tent in your living room too, for the kids hang out in yeah, the tent.
1: They're, wa- they're having like a toy story marathon right now. We're going
0: to,
1: you know, we're going to, we're going to hang out in the house for, for the next couple hours. And, uh, yeah, we'll make the most of it. Probably I'm going to try to watch uh Bama, uh Cincinnati and Georgia Michigan, but that my you know, my phone might get slapped out of my hand, so we'll see.
0: <laughs> All right, well, best of luck uh and uh, again, I hope you have a great night and a great trip you to too. Dallas, Johnny. I'm I'm bummed that I can't join you for that trip.
1: Yeah, I know. But, uh, it's that time anyway, kind of year.
0: I know. I know. It just it's this time of year things always happen to me, but it's okay. I'll be okay, Johnny. All right. If you have not subscribed to our podcast or YouTube channel, wherever you get your podcast, hit that subscribe button and follow us on social media at PHNX underscore Cardinals. Happy New Year, everyone.
1: This Father's Day, give dad the gift that guarantees him a great morning morning every day. That's Tommy John's second skin underwear. With over 20 million pairs sold and thousands of five star reviews, guys love Tommy John. Plus, your most valuable assets are covered with Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear or its free guarantee. Get 30% off Gifts for Dad on select Father's Day styles at TommyJohn.com. Save 30% at TommyJohn.com. See site for details.